On today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, we take a first look at a barn burner. This Sunday night, between the Eagles and the Dolphins, it's Kelly Green week. How can the Eagles hold off Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell? Is there a shootout coming? All that and more on this Wednesday edition of Lockdown Eagles. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Welcome in Eagles fans to a Wednesday edition of the podcast. I'm Louis DiBiase, joined as always by Gino Camilleri. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, and we're getting you ready for Eagles-Dolphins this Sunday night. The birds are wearing Kelly Green for the first time since the 2010 season opener. They're going to look great. Gino, let's hope they play great. This is a huge matchup against who is right now, I think, the best passing attack in football between Mike McDaniels' play calling, the way Tua has been throwing the football this year, at an elite level of accuracy, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell, the fastest wide receiver duo maybe of all time at this point. It's going to be a tough test for this secondary. We're going to need all hands on deck on offense. If there was a game to put together a complete four-quarter performance, it's going to be this one from Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and that offensive line, heck, even the run game. It almost feels like a field goal is losing a drive in this game. Yeah, talk about the red zone offense needing to step up in any game. You cannot settle for field goals in this one. Three points feels like no points when you're playing the Miami Dolphins. And unless you put together a really good defensive performance like the Buffalo Bills did, which I think you could probably limit them if you could get home to Tua. It's the pass rush, man. The pass rush means everything in this one. It does, and... The Eagles are so banged up in the secondary, man, and we still don't know the status of Darius Slay. I would assume he comes back. Same with Sidney Brown, but we're to the point where we're signing Josiah Scott off of Pittsburgh's practice squad, and Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and saying, are we going to have to go and get Desmond King, another Pittsburgh Steeler, from a bad team to just come here and play? Just to get a body in. Because they don't have bodies at this point, right? It's like, when is Chanded Sullivan going to come out behind door number three at this point? Devontae Bosby is behind <laughs> yeah, door number well, four. Come on down, man. Let's have a good old reunion. But it really does feel like the offense is going to be the unit that has to win this football game, Lou. And coming off of that performance where you only put up 14 points, you know they're chomping at the bit, and yeah. the Jets' defense is good even without Sauce and DJ Reed. 14 points is probably what you were going to put up with those two in the game regardless. Miami does not have that good of a defense compared to the Jets. They do have some weapons in terms of Bradley Chubb rushing the passer. Xavier Howard is a little dinged up on the back end, but they still do have a very good secondary. They yeah. got a good front. I think it's a very similar game. I mean, you're going against Vic Fangio, the guy who was in the building for you last year, helping you on your Super Bowl run, in somebody who is a disciple in Sean Desai. It's going to come down to what differs, and that's the offense. Yeah, and again, this pass rush could take over like the Bills did, and they were able to limit the Dolphins to their worst performance of the season. Hassan Reddick right now is red hot. So is Josh Sweat. Even Milton Williams had a great game last week. So did Jordan Davis. You're getting Mm -hmm. Jalen Carter back, hopefully healthy, on Sunday night, which is a massive boost. He's been your best defensive lineman so far this year. So maybe that's the way you limit them, but... I'm thinking more it's the offense just needs to step up in a huge way because, yes, you might be getting Darius Slay back. You have James Bradbury, but 
I don't know, like Bradbury, this is not the type of matchup I love for him against these kind of receivers. No, sir. You're banged up in the slot right now. I mean, is it going to be Josiah Scott starting? Um, hopefully Reed Blankenship's back and Sidney Brown, but this to me comes down to the Eagles just need to score a lot of points, and it might be like that Super Bowl matchup last year where it's who gets the ball last. I mean, Gino, listen to this from Shell Capadia. Based on success rate and points per game this year, the 2023 Dolphins offense is performing better than any offense we've seen in the last 10 years through six weeks of the season. Like they are, I mean, they're kind of the 49ers of the AFC, right? Where it's like, it almost feels not to discredit Tua because he's been great, but it's almost like plug and play with how good Mike McDaniels and those two receivers have this offense running. I find it funny that after we had our motion discussion yesterday over at, (laughs) yeah, we're playing the Dolphins and Seth Walder over at ESPN analytics puts out a list today. The top three teams when it comes to motion, Miami, Los Angeles, the Niners and Detroit. Mm Mm-hmm probably the four best teams outside of the Philadelphia Eagles right now when it comes to offense, I would say. And then you look at the bottom 29 New Orleans saints, 30 Las Vegas Raiders, 31 Philadelphia Eagles, 32 Dallas Cowboys. Oh, the Eagles are second last in motion in the entire NFL Lou. And you look at a game against Minnesota where you were in that position where you were banged up in the secondary and, you saw the lapses in communication on the back end when guys are just moving all across the formation. That's what we talk about. It's like the last thing you want to deal with with Tyreek Hill is him having to change your assignment to guard him right before the play is called because that's when he gets loose. I mean, even if he's over on the trip side to the field where you're going to run quarters and you're going to run quarter, quarter half, so you're going to have four guys over to that side, even if you try to bracket him, He's so good at finding space to sit in. And if he just has a little bit of it, the way that you overcompensate to take away the vertical threat of him is you're going to back up and then boom, he just sits underneath and two is on him. And then the yards after the catch happens. I know that's the thing is like, I'm trying to think of how you defend this type of defense, like offense, (laughs) you send the house and just say, screw it. Let's just try to get to Tua beforehand. But I I think honestly, what you need is you just need this four man pass rush to take over. You're just going to need, I don't know if scheme is going to do it for, from a defensive perspective, you just need your personnel to outplay them. And, um, you know, hopefully Darius Slay can come back. And the issue is even with Slay and Bradbury, they've been so up and down this year that can you guarantee that you get a 2022 like performance from those guys when you need it most? I mean, hopefully, but yeah, this is a, a daunting matchup for sure. But it's not like Miami's this unbeatable team, Gino, where they should be favored by right. 10 plus points against the Eagles. It's a home game. You're wearing the Kelly green. Your offense, for the most part, outside of last week has been heating up lately. Like you have equally as dangerous of a wide receiver duo that mm-hmm. I would actually rather have than A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. So, um, you know, I, I think it's, again, just going to come down to your elite units playing better than their elite units. That's really what it's going to come down to. And I think a lot of the time we talk about winning man-on-man matchups. Yes, the Eagles can do it. But at the same time, looking at the offense on the other side of the ball, a lot of it comes down to how good Mike McDaniel is in scheming up his offense and helping out those guys when they can't win the man-on-man matchups. And I think Brian Johnson, man, hopefully some of those hard discussions that Nick Sirianni talked about, we're understanding, hey, we are playing an elite offense. We saw at the pinnacle last year when we tried to win a Super Bowl, what happens when you go against an elite offense and you even sputter for a little bit. It's like a Formula One driver and just like they oversteer on one little lap and they have to correct themselves in just a little turn. It's like that's what a field goal feels like. It's like even slipping up around a little bit of a curve is going to slip you up. And Brian Johnson, man, like what a week to come out there and empty the bag 
because you're going against Washington next week after this game, right, Lou? They already have tape on you. They already know what they're going to see. Just dump everything out against an opponent that you know that you're not going to see, hopefully, for the next four years. Yeah. And in a game that, frankly, this could be maybe a repeat come February. Like, let's see where you stand in the league. Yeah, it does feel like it could get that way. Maybe another idea, too, Gino, is – the way to stop this offense is just don't let them have the football. I mean, let's get on these Run classic the damn ball. Yep. 10 to 15 play drives where they're milking more than half of a quarter with DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift. I mean, that might be another idea, too, to you know kind of win that time of possession battle would be massive for the Eagles. We'll continue to get into this matchup coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. And guys, today's show is sponsored by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Lockdown Fantasy Football host Vinny Lyre to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And it's Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Drake London, who's finally starting to show why the Falcons drafted him in the first round a couple years ago with a loaded 2022 class. Him and Desmond Ritter, Gino, have been heating up. The last two games, he's caught 15 of 21 targets for 203 yards. Kyle Pitts still remains a ghost in that offense. London is really the only go-to guy in a, of course, a run-heavy offense, but with the way Ritter's been playing the last few weeks, I kind of like London as a wide receiver, too, in fantasy. It always seems that Atlanta just has one guy that they favorite each week, and it's not Kyle Pitts, and London just feels like that guy, man, and I really like his game, too, because he's He's almost like a Michael Pittman to me where he's a bigger body, but he can snap his routes off so well. And sure. he's a possession. He's a deep receiver. I mean, really, whatever you want out of him. For a young Desmond Ritter, if Desmond wants to keep his job, that's a guy I'm going for. Throw and, the ball to Drake London. Yeah, Drake <laughs> London is the guy, man. Vinny Lyre from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions do apply. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, football season, we are well underway, and Lockdown is kicking up our coverage with Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Lockdown will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern time on every Lockdown NFL YouTube channel, including our own. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, all that and more. Find Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. We're, we're going to talk to Kyle Krabs tomorrow, crossover Thursday with Locked On Dolphins. What a what a massive matchup, you know? And it is kind of cool to look at the storylines, too, like Jalen Hurts versus Tua, right? The two Alabama boys, Tua goes in for Jalen Hurts in the national championship after Hurts gets benched. And, you know, Tua has his big moment, but it's like, it's kind of cool, too, because that was kind of when the heel turned for Jalen. That was almost his moment, too. I don't know if the Eagles would have the quarterback they have today if that moment didn't happen, which is huge to say because for most quarterbacks and most people in life, if they kind of dealt with that kind of situation, most don't come back from that, let alone get better and thrive. So it's kind of a cool just full circle moment this Sunday night, and it's cool to see that both of them are playing really well. We saw the NFL equivalent 
of it with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. I mean, Carson never recovered. And Carson, yeah, and it's understandable, but Jalen took the complete opposite approach, and he's a better player than Tua, I think, right now by, I think, a lot. Miami fans are not going to admit it, and I'll just continue to say it. Justin Herbert was the better pick than Tua. Oh, of course. That doesn't mean Tua's not a good player. I still think, though, a lot of – like, if you put Jalen Hurts in that Miami Dolphins offense – Put Justin Herbert in that Miami Dolphins. Yeah, but, sure. Hey, yeah. hey Tyreek, just run a nine every play. We're going to send yeah. this thing 70 yards in the yeah, air. Can you right? imagine? Yeah. I, I wanted to imagine it. But, no, it, it is a really cool game. And I have no qualms against Miami either. And I think this is just like one of those games where you play AFC opponents, right? And they don't really count for much. But I think they're good lessons to learn. And, like, what is going on across the pond? Like, what is the AFC? How are they trying to beat their division Miami? It's offense, 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 because they got to keep up with Buffalo. The New York Jets, they tried that same approach, bringing in Aaron Rodgers. Come to find out he gets injured, but their defense is pretty good. And I think the way forward in that division is they have to beat Buffalo. And what has Buffalo done? It's it's score points. And this game, you have Jalen Waddell, who is the Devontae Smith. You have the Tyreek Hill, who's the A.J. Brown. You have the DeAndre Swift, who's the Raheem Moster and the Devin Mm -hmm. A. Chain. It's so reminiscent of, of each other and, and how these teams play to the point where they quite literally run the exact same style of defense because Sean Desai was under Vic Fangio right. in Chicago where he implemented the cover six defense and made it what it was today. And the ultimate chess match comes down to what quarterback is going to win the football game, in my opinion. Uh, I agree. Right? And no, I agree. And you have two is, young. Go ahead. Yeah. Go no, ahead. sorry. I was just going to say, too, like you see how the offense has been up and down this year. And they've been able to get by against some of these teams and still get wins. But I almost kind of liked, you know, after the worst performance they've had on offense all year, they're thrust into this like juggernaut matchup where it's like, okay, you have no choice now, but to figure this out or you're not winning this game. You can't get by like you did against new England week one and, you know, expect the same result. It's sink or swim. And Mm -hmm. there's no margin for error at this point. And you look at the NFC, Lou, you had a big chance to go up 6-0 last week, yep. you drop it. Right now. now Detroit's right on your heels. Mm-hmm. Now San Fran's right there. Dallas doesn't slip up. You can't afford to slip up at this point. And this is a big game in terms of just where you stand, in my opinion. Like, this is not the title fight, but it's like when two number one contenders are going against it's each other. It's a warm-up, man, for sure. It's not, it's not like a cupcake fight, but it's like, okay, I, I won three or four warm-ups at this point. Now we're going to see which guy's ready to go cont- to contend for the belt. And I really think this is what it is. Like, can Miami's offensive line hold up against the Eagles' defensive line? That's a big telling point for later on in the playoffs. I mean, as many points as you want to score, Miami, when things get cold yep. and it comes down to who wins in the trenches, like let's say the Eagles tomorrow, they go out there and they could possess the ball for 40 minutes, like you had said, and really restrict it. And all of a sudden, Miami has – six possessions, seven possessions, and they have to score on each and every one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see how they react. Because the Eagles, we know that they can overcome adversity, but Miami, they're, they're still starting to get there, right? And last week against Carolina, they allowed them 21 points, like you had said on yesterday's show. And I think those are little things that every team, they're not paying attention five days a week like you are here. Like, we don't know as good as in Miami. But there are things, like we talk about, that are underlying issues that, the oh, mainstream yeah. media isn't going to talk about. I mean, they're out there starting left tackle. Like he's yeah. not, Teron Armstead is not playing. That I is mean, true. 
it's almost like because the Dolphins are doing something they haven't done before, they're, you're not looking, you're not highlighting the struggles, right? Whereas with the Eagles, because they were at a certain point in 2022, this year they're doing so many good things, but only the negative feels like it's being showcased from, at least from a national perspective. It's why I think when you look at the hype of this game, it is a lot of how can the Eagles keep up, but you're right. It's not like this is, you know, it's, it's a heavyweight versus heavyweight for sure. And I actually oh, think absolutely. the Eagles are more multidimensional where they can win in more ways probably than Miami can. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, offensively, I think both teams can win with the run in the pass. Like if it's a defensive barn burning, like just struggle, like fist fight, who wins that game? I think the Eagles win that kind of game. I do too. And not to take away from the playmakers that they have on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, Javon Holland slipping to the second round a couple years ago out of Oregon was a shame. He's one of the best safeties in football at this point. And Jalen Ramsey could potentially be back here within the next week or so. And Xavier Howard comes back like they definitely have playmakers, but are they as deep on the defensive line? Absolutely not. I mean, yeah, you have Bradley Chubb, who's a freaking all-star man. Jalen Phillips, too. Yeah, do you have six guys, seven guys, eight? Right. Like that's that's what we're talking about, and that's why it's hard to always have these conversations. It's like, yeah, they do have a lot of very good players, and but do they have the depth? <clears throat> Excuse me, because the depth in these games, like that's, I ultimately think that's what it comes down to, man. Like, is Bradley Chubb going to be able to hang on if Lane Johnson does come back healthy, and like, what if he doesn't hit home, and like, what if Jalen isn't pressured forty percent of the time? Like, right? Can he just go out there and? have a to ask type of game. And those are the little things that you have to look out. Right. And I think we are prepared for that because we've seen a very good team, even the littlest things that you kind of just patch up and look over, they could come back to bite you when you play the best of the best, because the best of the best know how to expose those little areas. All right, Gino, let's get into our rookie report coming up next. I think this game is actually huge for these rookies. I think the Eagles are going to need them to step up against the Miami Dolphins. So we'll get into that coming up next right here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. And today's episode of LOE is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure it out. And what's holding you back? Because if something's holding your back in your mind, You can't go forward with your everyday life. And let me tell you about a real life story. I got married a couple months ago and I quite literally was sleeping one to two hours a night because my brain was going crazy. So instead of just spinning my wheels, I reached out to BetterHelp and I suggest you do as well. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Like I said, I did it in the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep before my wedding. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. And we thank BetterHelp for sponsoring the Lockdown Eagles podcast today. All right, Eagles fans, we're wrapping up this Wednesday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, as we always do with our rookie report. And, Gino, last week they didn't have a lot of these rookies, right? Jalen Carter was out with an ankle injury. Sidney Brown out with a hamstring. Nolan Smith still can't crack the lineup for some reason over Derek Barnett. Uh, Tyler Steen, not the guy as the backup right tackle. It was Jack Driscoll, and we saw how that went as well. So, overall, a very uneventful game from rookies, obviously. Um, Eli Ricks got injured, too. So when you look at this coming matchup against Miami, it is interesting. Like I, 
I almost I don't want to say they need these rookies more, but when it look when you look at like the role of Jalen Carter, I think this is a huge game you want him back for. When it comes to Sidney Brown, is there a time you need your fast safety that's a rookie more than any matchup? I mean, this is the game you need Sidney Brown. Even Nolan Smith, like that kind of speed off the edge, I think you want like crashing through the A-gap against Tua in this offense so they don't have time. Even Tyler Steen, it's like I, I'd rather have him be dressed and if Lane Johnson were to go down, I prefer him to be on the field over Jack Driscoll, whether it's at left tackle and Maialata switches over, or he's playing right tackle. I think this is a big game for rookies, and hopefully some of them can be healthy and contribute more. And hopefully the one rookie that does play in Keeley Ringo doesn't take the dumbest penalty on special yeah. teams of all time like he did last week, running into a fair catch, which was unbelievable. But you're right, man. Like We're pounding the table to get these young kids in this game. Yeah. And you need, Brown. you need the speed, man. You need these guys to stay fresh. It's going to be a race. I was just thinking when you were talking about like, oh yeah, Sidney Brown out there playing like rangy cover free safety. Like imagine Justin Evans trying to like, oh, like he Dude. runs his feet to try and play like an underneath robber to That's cut what the I'm crosser. Saying, man, and like, then he goes up field and it's like Terrell kids Edmonds, running in. <laughs> yeah, we're going no, to put Terrell you. Edmonds out there on Sunday night. I can't watch that. It's like they're running with those moon boots on back in the day where like every step is just like two steps of what Tua is to or Tyreek is taking out there. Yeah. But 100%, I think Nolan Smith really presents a, a nice little change up pitch for you in this game, because especially the way that they've been using him yeah. playing that off ball linebacker, where they do put him up in those simulated pressure looks where they can pop him back into coverage and rush him. I think that's going to be huge in trying to take away like those underneath type of plays from Miami because you could pop them up at the line, but it's like, okay, let's go out to the flat. Now you have somebody who's running a 4-3 that could hopefully keep up with Raheem Mostert and somebody to try and close down the edge because I don't want Derek Barnett being my my strong side defender. I don't want him being my backside defender. No. I don't want the guy on the field. The NFL tweeted out that video, Lou, of Mekhi Beckham throwing him to the ground and laughing in and his pointing face. Pointing and laughing at him. Yeah, man. It's Zero true. pressures. There's no reason he should be in this game. This is not the game to just have somebody out there that's slipping around like a fish covered in Vaseline, as Mark Sanchez crazily said the other day on the broadcast. But Jalen Carter, you're right, man. Like Connor Williams should hope to whoever he believes in that Jalen Carter is not 100% healthy in this football game. Because Connor Williams, for one, is not the best football player in the National Football League. Jalen Carter, even when double teamed, has been a lot to handle for offensive lines and if you can get that full repertoire of that defensive line on top of how good the edge players are playing Lou yeah because if the edges are playing that good and the guys inside can just clean everything up like just pinch low on the backside of the pocket make two have to decide if he wants to step up oh I gotta step up now Jordan Davis is right there now Fletcher Cox is right there and if those guys get off the line and make Tua who gets the ball out of his hand relatively quickly think about coming off of that first read and, and waiting for that play to kind of develop and unfold. Well, hopefully one Tyree kill doesn't come open in that time, but two, that gives yep. you enough time to take two a down. 
No, I completely agree. And so that's why I think it's a huge matchup. I mean, you just need your stars, like we mentioned, just to beat out their stars. And Jalen Carter is one of those guys. And that's a huge thing, especially for a quarterback that's not super mobile. He's not a you know complete statue with Tua. But, you know, getting that pressure up the middle against this kind of team, I think, is massive. And I don't mm-hmm. know why I'm thinking of this matchup specifically, but when you go back to, like, 2018 against the Rams, like that do-or-die matchup where Nick Foles comes in and you're like, the Rams are red hot, they're the best offense in football. And you're like, how do we stop this team? Like when you look at the mismatches, because the Eagles secondary was so banged up, kind of like it is now, what do you need? You need Fletcher Cox to take over that game like he did. And that's, again, the edges have been great the last few weeks, but this would be a huge game for the defensive tackles to start wrecking up the middle. You're right about that, man. That that four-game stretch, the interior of the defensive line was so good. Yeah. It was so good. It just took over. I remember mm-hmm. that Houston game. It was the same yep. thing. And the Washington the, game, same thing. Yeah, yeah. it was all of those teams that had rather good offenses. It was like, what do we always say? It's one of the cliches we say. What do, what do quarterbacks hate? Interior pressure. And mm-hmm. Tua, I mean, he's a guy, like you said, he's not a statue. But that hip injury definitely, it definitely oh, has yeah. restricted him. In an, in an extent He's not to getting outside the pocket. And no. even when he was healthy, he wasn't that. And how cool would it be for Jalen to win this game? Right. You know what I mean? Like I And I, he won't say that he wants this, but I think he wants it. I mean, he's passed that game, but come on. To show on this, the national stage, Sunday Night Football, that he's the better quarterback, it's in there. It's in there, that motivation. You know, he's in a group chat with, like, Devontae and AJ and, yeah. like, all the guys on offense, and they're texting him. They're like, oh, we're, it's personal this week, and – Jalen isn't doing anything besides like giving it like a thumbs up, like yeah, not responding, right. just like, right. yeah, we know, know, but like, we're not going to actually talk about it. Yeah. It's Bama boys versus Bama boys. It's Waddle and Tua versus Devante and Jalen. And yeah, I think that's definitely a part of it. It's a great matchup. There's a lot of fun storylines. The jerseys are going to look awesome. I cannot wait to see Kelly green. Is Miami going white? I, I, I think they are. I want them to do their vintage whites though. I don't think oh, they yeah. are, though. but man, would that look the old school dolphin yeah, too. Oh about, yeah. Dude. Uh, we'll see what happens, but hopefully they look great in the jerseys and they play great on the field. We'll continue getting to the matchup tomorrow. Locked on Dolphins host Kyle Krabs will join us for Crossover Thursday. We have a Friday show as well for you right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening, and let's go, Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.